Welcome to the Brain Factor Podcast, hosted by myself, Joy Riddle, and Laura Hawley. We are part of the 50-year legacy of Meridian Behavioral Healthcare, where we believe that wellness is within everyone's reach. This podcast is a conversation about what research-based protective factors look like in real life. Our hope is that you will walk away with something that you can use in your own life and have had some fun with us along the way. So let's get started. Hi, and welcome to this episode of The Brain Factor, uh, where we are going to talk about self-care. And you know this is a favorite topic of mine, um, but uh, there's a protective factor that we've talked about before. There's so much to unpack. We'll talk about it again, too, I'm sure, uh, is having good coping skills and problem-solving skills, right? Um, And uh, and then there's, there's other ones, too, we've talked about, like nutrition and wellness and all that. And when you really look at the whole picture, it starts to look a lot like self-care, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so that's kind of what I want to talk about today. And I know you're passionate about self-care too. I am. I am. I'm really passionate about self-care because, you know, life is hard. There's a lot of stuff going on. And in today's world, there's so many, so many different things going on right now. And it's really important just to take some time to acknowledge what's going on and how you're feeling and do something nice for yourself if it's a cup of tea or a workout or mm-hmm. getting your nails done, um, whatever it may be. Yeah. And I think, too, the self-care conversation, uh, at least for me, over the past couple of years has really changed. Right. Yes. Where where I'm I'm more aware than ever before that there's these two sort of buckets, two types of self-care. And there's that one that historically I always did in my life, which was uh, you know, I had a bad day or I hit a wall or I was overwhelmed and then I did something nice for myself, right? But I think the shift has become sort of having this pre-built-in yeah. lifestyle of self-care mm-hmm. kind of stuff, yeah, right? Because that's what's protective about mm-hmm. that, right? So it's not a, like it's not like a reactive, it's more of a proactive situation. And I've struggled with that because that requires making time for yourself when maybe like there's a part of you that <laughs> doesn't think you've earned it, right? Or yeah. like, you know, it feels selfish mm-hmm. sometimes, you know? So, I mean, do you have that experience at all where self-care feels selfish sometimes or are you just more, more evolved than me? <laughs> I, so <clears throat> I don't know if I'm more evolved. What I am is my children are grown. Oh, so when my yeah, children are younger, any little thing I did for myself, even buy a t-shirt felt bad to me because sure. anything I was doing, I should have been doing for them because I'm the consummate mom, right? you know? Um, so I did feel guilty. So anything that I was doing, I felt like I was taking away from them in some way. I was taking time away from them, but they're bigger now. So yeah. in that way, I'm more evolved because I don't care. It's all about me now. <laughs> I love that. I love that. But I think you're so right because that resonated with me when you said that because Mm -hmm. I do feel like, well, it's because I have other things that I need to be doing and other places that I need to put these resources, you know, whether they be my time resources or my Mm -hmm. financial resources because my child is not grown, right? And so it feels like... It feels like I'm usurping my responsibilities somehow when I'm when I'm doing something just for me. Now I know like one side of my brain knows that like yeah, this is good stuff. Definitely. And so if I were talking to my younger self, I would say, you'd be a much better mom. Right. 
if you would just take some time for yourself. Yeah. And that's true too. That goes back to, I know you and I've had this conversation before, but it goes back to that airplane analogy, right? If mm-hmm. the, if the oxygen masks fall on the airplane, right. um, you know, you, you need to put it on your own face first, or you're mm-hmm. not going to be able to help anybody yeah. else. Right. If you just, you know, and, and if, you know, even if you're like a superhero, maybe you are going to help a couple of people before you pass out. But if you yes. put your mask on first, you're going to save half the plane, you know? Right. And, and I think that's, something I know I'm starting to come into myself mm-hmm. um, a little bit, having a little bit more of an understanding. But like 10 years ago, that was like completely lost on me. Yeah. You know, I was doing something wrong if I helped myself first. Right. And sometimes you you could be doing self-care and take care of yourself, but still you would maybe still feel bad about it. So again, talking to my younger self, when my kids were young, I waited till my son was five and in school and, and then I started to work on my career and I went back to school. So although I was adding more stress, I was working towards my bachelor's and my master's and doing all of these things, which ultimately led me to a new place. And those were self-care things for me, even though it was additional stress, even though it was something else I had to squeeze into the day, I was accomplishing my goals, achieving yes. my dreams getting somewhere. How did we never talk about this before? Because I I did the exact same thing when my daughter was the exact same age. Yeah. 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 She was five Mm -hmm. uh, in kindergarten. And it was like, I mean, did I have more time? No, but I had had different time. Right. The time looked different. It wasn't, (laughs) you know, the shorter little intervals, like when they're, when you're Mm -hmm. home with them, you know, Um, I can't believe we never talked about that before. I know, right? (laughs) But yeah, that's right. You bring up a really good point though. That's that self-care, at least the proactive self-care, right? The, like, I'm putting something in place in my life that's for yeah. me. Mm-hmm. It's not always, like, like easy stuff that doesn't add stress, right? I mean, it can be, you know, if you're, if you enjoy yoga or if you, yeah. you know, going to work out or you're going to, you know, you're going to make time to be in your sewing club or whatever it is, your book club, your, you know, that, that stuff can be more relaxing and enjoyable. But self-care doesn't always have to be relaxing. Right. And I think that's a piece that I'm I'm learning as well. I'm sort of on this. It's why it's a big topic for me because I'm kind of on a self-care journey um, <laughs> where I'm realizing it's not all like long walks and bubble baths. No, no. Yeah. And definitely, you know, writing a thesis was right. not. <laughs> like, but it made me feel great and accomplished. Yeah. Yeah. Know? Well, it's also too, and I'm sitting here thinking of that, like it's tied to so many of the other protective factors yeah. too because now wh- what did we do? We increased our earning potential, right? So now you're talking about that financial security piece, accomplishment based. Mm-hmm. That's one of the protective factors, right? You yeah. know, like accomplishing things and, and having that self-worth and self-value yeah. um, and, uh, you know, increasing your education level, all of those things. But gosh, I wouldn't, you know, I've, I've thought several times about going back for the PhD and I'm like, gosh, no, no, like that's a yeah. lot, you know? Yeah, yeah. So it's not like it was this super mm-hmm. enjoyable experience. <laughs> But it was something we did for ourselves. Um, Yeah. And, you know, along with all that work and everything that goes into it, I have some really fantastic friends that are huge part of my support system, my mm -hmm. best girlfriends from college. And we just went on a girl's trip, you know, uh, to St. Augustine and did all this fun stuff. It it all led to something. It brought a lot of quality people. And Mm -hmm. these are people I met in classes. Which is connection to others and having the friend group. That's another protective factor, right? There's Mm -hmm. so much tied to this self-care piece, especially when self-care 
is non-traditional. Yeah. Right. Not that, I mean, I love all the other stuff too. Like still please take the bubble baths and the long walks. But, um, (laughs) but I think, I think realizing that some of this other stuff is so beneficial to us as well and building it in, you know, like I tend to start to feel like, um, well, I don't need to do that because I'm I'm good right now. Like Mm -hmm. I'm good. Well, do you want to stay good? Yeah. (laughs) Because then all of a sudden you're not. (laughs) Right. And we can prevent the all of a sudden if we're doing some more of these things on the front end for ourselves too. Yeah. Um, One of the things I also noticed too, and I wanted to see your thoughts on this is I've noticed a huge link between like self-care like effective self-care strategies and being introverted or extroverted. Um, mm-hmm. And I noticed that because we've, I've told you about this before in my house, there's this huge difference. Like I'm very introverted in terms of where I get my energy from. I don't turn on the tell. I could live without a television. I don't play music in my car. Like I, if I've had a tough day or even just a draining day, like I need yeah. quiet and alone time. And my husband is like the exact opposite. Mm-hmm. The TV's on for white noise. The music's always playing. And if he's had a tough day or or a full day, he wants to go sing karaoke with 15 of our closest friends, right? That's how he recharges <laughs> yeah. and gets energy. And so I'm noticing too that like our self-care looks really, really different. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't know if you're like what, where you fall in, in any of that. I haven't really thought about it through that lens before. So I think um, maybe my husband and I both recharge quietly, but it wasn't always like that for me. I'm at a a place in my life now where when things are stressful, hectic, I go home, you know, I I might put the TV on for white noise. I might not. I like the quiet. Um, I still do love a good jam in the car. You know, that can really pick me up. But um, when I was younger, it, my energy came from a different place. It was from going and singing karaoke with 15 <laughs> of my closest friends. Right. But now it's like, oh, really? Oh, yeah. I just want to be alone. Yeah. I just want to sit in my big comfy chair and do nothing. Yeah, because if that's I have to, how I if I'm gonna go sing karaoke, that means mm-hmm. I have to put real pants on. Right. So, <laughs> yes. I'm not sure I want to do that. <laughs> but no, that's a really good point too, because I think not just with self-care, but definitely with self-care too, we put ourselves in a box over the years where we like this yeah. is who I am, mm-hmm. right? And so mm-hmm. I like these things and I do these things. When really it does change. Yeah. It does change. But mm-hmm. I do think that introversion and extroversion matter. Because I think, you know, going back to the joke, the long walks and bubble baths, right? If you're an extrovert and that's what your self-care activities look like, you're probably not going to feel better. You know, if I kind of force my husband to do these like really calming, peaceful activities for self-care, he'd be dying, you know, inside. And like, when can we be done so we can go party, right? And uh, (laughs) when can I ride a roller coaster, right? Right. Yeah. See, I I like those things. Yeah. And uh, and I'm just not that way. Like, I want to hold the bags and hear about how the roller coaster was when he got off it. Yeah. So if my if he was trying to force me to do self-care activities like competitive sports or something like that, I would be. I would need self-care after that, you know? <laughs> so I think that plays a, a role. And I see that so clearly in, in my family because of the huge difference yeah. in the way that we operate. We don't have those same similarities. But. Yeah, I think there's a way to find a common ground between those two. Mm-hmm. You know, I I don't like fishing. My husband loves fishing. But if we go out on the boat and he can fish for a little while and then 
pull me around on a tube and, you know, <laughs> flip me over and smash me into things, then we both had a good day. Perfect. So, well, and there's that added layer too, that the self-care yeah. was the quality time together uh -huh. as well. Right. Yeah. Right? So, so I think that's not, not lost in that situation mm -hmm. as well. Yeah. Or like you said, you'll hold the bags while he hits the roller coaster. And right. then he gets off and you probably like to hear about it. Yeah. What did it feel yep. like? What did it, no, I don't want to go on it, but yep. what was that like for you? Because it's so funny because we go to Disney quite a bit, you mm -hmm. know, and um, it's, uh, he loves it for the rides and for all the people that we know that work there and our friends that are mm -hmm. in that town and we meet up and all kind of, and I like like walking around being outside. I like the music that's piped in. Yeah. I like the sights and the sounds and the different foods. And like, that's what I like about it. Like nothing at all the same. I like the shows and the music, like right. not at all the same things, but mm -hmm. we found that we can do that together, mm -hmm. both get something out of it and spend the day together as a family. I think that's nice. Yeah. You know? Um, but, uh, the reactive self-care piece though, like what are some things you do? Like when, like not just sort of building it into your life, but like you've hit a wall, you've had a bad day, something has happened and you're like, I have to do something for me. What yeah, does that look like so in your world? So for me, it could, if I'm like really the pressure is bearing down on me and it's the middle of the day, sometimes for me, it just might be getting out of my chair and doing some push-ups or squats or just mm -hmm. trying to refocus, get you know, some fatigue to go away, get some endorphins going, that might be something I might do. Also, you know, I'll take a minute when I have it, or if I can, if I'm in the middle of a meeting and do like a, you know, just do like a, a quick body scan or, mm -hmm. you know, something like that. Think of closure, you know, don't close your eyes, leave them open, whatever the case may be. You know, think about your toes and then your feet and, you know, mm -hmm. before you know it, you're halfway through your body and your stress is kind of starting to melt away. Yeah, no, I think that's a, a really good one. And there's a, there's a um, clinician at Meridian that has walked us through that body. Yes. Before, yeah. And she's so good. Yeah. She uh, is. But yeah. And, and what she talks about kind of going from the toes on up, right. And just being kind of aware of the whole body and mm -hmm. how we're feeling and where we're carrying our stress. And, yeah. And just noticing it, not trying to fix it or right. anything. If something hurts, okay, great. Oh, it hurts. I need to go to the doctor and get that looked at. No, it just hurts. It's there. Keep moving, going on to the next part. You're right. just noticing, paying attention internally to what's going mm -hmm. on. I like that. I like mm -hmm. that a lot. I am, um, for me, the, I, I need a, a very clear break when yeah. I'm adding in that kind of reactive self-care. And I think that introversion plays a part in that too. Like, um, th like the stuff you're talking about for me is more of a stress management thing in the moment, but it's True. not necessarily yes. like the self-care piece. Mm -hmm. I need a physical location change. Mm -hmm. So like if it's happening in the middle of the workday, where I, as an example, I recognize that I'll like go out and like walk, like do a loop around the building and then go back in. Yeah. You know, I need it or even just go visit somebody else's office and be like, hey, how's your day going and fill up my coffee or whatever. But I need that physical location change in order mm. for my body and brain to understand that, like, we're taking a beat now. We're taking a beat. Like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but when it's like, you know, not happening in the workday or it, even if it's just intentional where I can't necessarily do self-care right now, but I've got some time on Wednesday, right? Like yeah. my, um, my thing is, um, uh, is, is, is really being alone. Like not even a phone call. Like I yeah. just alone, that is huge self-care for me, but it, 
it comes with risk too, because sometimes I go way far down that hole and I got to be careful right. with that. So, um, I, you know, that's not something that I've necessarily thought of before that some of our self-care activities could come with risks, right? You know, like if you're super alone time, super don't talk to me, like, right. does that, at what point does that turn into withdrawal as an example, you know? That's a good question. Yeah. Yeah. And I guess it's how much of that alone time you're taking because mm-hmm. that could be a big difference. I and mean, for what reason? Is it five minutes and why are you doing it? Right. Did someone just get you really angry and you just need a break? Right. Um, right. Is it avoidance? Is if it's it, avoidance, that's mm-hmm. probably, yeah. So I think we need to look at those things as well. And then even, I think there's risks on the other side of it too. Like, you know, my, uh, you know, my, my husband is not, um, he doesn't, drink a drop. But if he did, that would go with that kind of lifestyle. We're going out, we're going to the bar, we're going right. So like, I think you would have to pay attention if you were him who did enjoy the occasional drink, you know, you would have to be careful that that didn't, didn't get turned up too much, right? (laughs) Turn up just a little, right? Yeah. yeah. But, uh, but I think, you know, the, the indulgence level of either end of that is something that we have to pay attention to, Mm -hmm. you know, but I I like more and more the idea of the lifestyle of self-care, which we've talked about before. Yeah. Yeah. Um, And I think, I think the for me and for a lot of people, the pandemic showed us that, right? Because it, that became a lifestyle. And uh, if that became a lifestyle, then the self-care had to as well. Yeah, it, it definitely does. And I, th- I think it's you're talking, it's a really great strategy to build those things in, in a strategic way mm-hmm. to really, you know, help you through those hard times. Mm-hmm. One of the things I know we've talked about that you do that's um, bigger, right, is the traveling. Yeah, definitely. You know? mm-hmm. Yeah, so we you- love to travel. Mm-hmm. That's um, my husband and I travel as much as we can, and that is definitely an unplug, reset, recharge. That's a bigger part of the plan. It's not like you were talking about in the moment, stress management, right. energy mm-hmm. management, any of that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I've noticed even just outside looking in, like when you have a trip coming that's planned, yeah. like there's such a difference in you. There's I'm just a happier a, person. Right? There's just a change, you know? Yeah. There's a change in like just that resiliency level, right? Mm-hmm. Because you have this thing that really does fill you up that's on the horizon and you're planning Oh, when it's it. getting closer, man, I can I can work 20 hours of the day to make sure everything's done so that <laughs> battery's way charged. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm getting charged definitely. Nice. Well, if if somebody was listening or watching and this, you know, for whatever reason, maybe they have babies at home, right? Uh, is just a completely foreign concept where where some where should they start? Where should, in self-care, yeah. where should they start? Yeah, like where's a good starting place? Ah, uh, you know, um, I don't know. I think maybe if you, you know, when your baby is asleep, whatever your self-care looks like, maybe that means you're taking a nap too or utilizing that time or mm-hmm. I don't know. What do you think in that area? I'm pretty far disconnected from, <laughs> from that. So. Well, I think, I mean, babies is just one example, but just like if somebody hasn't been, they're like, gosh, I should really need to start doing that, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. For me, I think that a, mis- a common mistake that people make when they try to implement self-care is they think it looks one way. Okay. Right? So I'm thinking there's like, I know for in my life, there's like three 
buckets, I guess, I pull self-care from. There's kind of the energy, if I need energy mm -hmm. and joy and happiness, right? There's things that that give me energy that I know I can do. And then there's the sort of peace and calm, you know, and then there's the people bucket. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And as an introvert, that's the hardest one for me. When I first started really doing self-care with intent, I didn't feel, now it didn't mean I didn't, I just didn't feel like I had people that I could call on or talk to, or, you know, so one of the things that I did was start to invest more in those relationships. Oh, that's a good strategy. Yeah. yeah. So that I, so that I felt like, I could, you know, I looked yeah. at it almost like an emotional bank account, right? I needed to invest more in them so that I right. could make a withdrawal at some point if I needed to, right? Yeah, um, well, you, you bring up a really great point. So when you go back to go back past that, like you have these three buckets set up where you, you know, want to do this, but you had to set those buckets up at some point. Yeah, so the step in true. front of that is what is it that you enjoy or that I enjoy or whoever I am that's trying to put this intentional plan together? Mm -hmm. Because I, you really have to be honest with yourself and think about that. Because like you said, you think self-care looks one way. So I don't know, maybe I'm going to go to the nail shop, but mm -hmm. you hate that experience. Not you, I, right. but you know. I don't hate that experience. Yeah, right. And <laughs> do, you know, do you enjoy working out? Right. Like I use... is in the moment, pre-planned everything, I'm going to revert to some type of physical activity, right. workout, whether it's mm -hmm. planned or whether it's not planned. Um, but someone else might hate that. I have a coworker that's like, no, just <laughs> no, this is never going to happen. I'm never doing yeah, that. Yeah, that's a necessary yeah, evil, not a, not a fun thing. Yeah. yeah. Or and I'm yeah. Not, I don't even care if it's a necessary evil. She's not doing it. <laughs> so... <laughs> Yeah, just taking that step back and identifying what it is. Yeah, or even like not what it is, but what what it could be. What it could be, right? Yeah. Like I don't know. Maybe I've always wanted to, you know, learn how to crochet. So like I'm going to do that. Maybe I've always wanted to take up martial arts, you know, or yeah. salsa dancing. Like what is it that you want to do for you, you know, right. or that you might could want to learn or, mm -hmm. or or experience and and to sort of add those things in to build those buckets. I think is a probably a good starting point strategy. Yeah, you know, and, and don't be afraid to try things too. You might mm -hmm. think you might think you hate fishing. I don't like it, but you might think you, like me, but you might enjoy that. So, and one thing I've noticed, like with my husband, I don't even know if it's about the fishing. Yeah, he likes to catch stuff, but I have watched that man will stand there forever, and he doesn't even care if he catches a fish. He's just like taking in the, the solitude and the water <laughs> and. And all of that, I'm like, okay, I said I'd go catching, not fishing. <laughs> if we're doing this fishing thing, I'm out. Right, right. You know? so. <laughs> nice. There, I read something, actually, it was just yesterday. I read it. I thought it was really interesting. And it was, um, I won't get it exactly right, but it was a quote. Yeah. I have no idea who said it. Uh, it was on Instagram. Um, but it said, um, you know, it was in the value in doing what you can. Right. So it was like you if you can't clean the whole room, like organize a shelf. Right. Yeah. You can't take the long bubble bath in the shower, wash your face, you know, like do the part that you can and do that part really well. Hmm. Um, and uh, and I think that really applies to the self-care as well. Like, yeah. well, I don't have time for that. Well, I don't have money for that. Well, I don't. OK, like maybe I do want to take up martial arts, but like 
I don't have the money or the time to add those lessons in, right? No, but you could get YouTube a YouTube videos. video yeah, for free. Like, you might yeah, not be you yeah. know, certified. You can, yeah, right? Yeah, you know, yeah. Just do, you know, I want to I want to take a dance class. Just mm -hmm. learn one piece of choreography if you can, if you're not going to take the whole class every Tuesday night at six or something, yeah. you know. Like and 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 I think the do what you can strategy mm -hmm. is is a really good one as well. Yeah, that definitely is, and making sure that you're enjoying some of the things that are going on in your life. And mm -hmm. you said about the Instagram post, my son told me about one and he's doing self-care and managing his life really well. But he told me not too long ago about this one and he's very um, goal oriented and he's building his businesses and things like that and has big plans. But he said he always tries to keep in mind this um, meme he saw at some point and it's this man and um, he's chasing a dollar bill. And it's floating and it shows the guy, at, it's a cartoon and it shows him at different levels and then it shows him aging and he's coming up to this cliff and now he's like in this wheelchair going over the cliff, still trying to oh, reach wow. for that dollar bill. And I, I, ever since he told me that, it just, I'm like, wow, oh, wow. that is That's, so powerful. It is. And when I say, you know, it's hard to do self-care, it's hard to focus on my goals, it's hard for these things, but what are the alternatives? Yeah, no, that's a really, really powerful. Mm -hmm. Wow. I I think the last thing I want to talk about, too, is that self-care is also about setting limits and having boundaries, right? Yes. It's about really managing. And you touched on that when you were like, he's doing a good job, like, managing his life, right? It's about managing, like, what you're giving giving as well, right? Yeah. And setting realistic expectations, having boundaries, telling people what you need, knowing when to say no, right? right? All of that is also self-care. And I think that's a piece that isn't as talked about as the rest. Yeah. But I think it's important. I think- Yeah, um, those boundaries are really important and very helpful. Yeah. And the, mm -hmm. and the, and the idea too, that we don't um, get rest because we earned it. Right. You get rest because you're a human being and you deserve you need, it. Yes. Right. Like it's not an earned thing. You don't, you know, that and that's and that that I think is a culture societal shift mm -hmm. um, that I'm very glad we're experiencing right now, but it's new, you know. Yeah. So uh so I think I think that's all part of the self-care conversation. It isn't always lumped in with it, but I think it really is how we care for ourselves. An intentional because self-care at the end of the day is any intentional act that we are doing with mm -hmm. our own power, right? Under our own control to be able to take care of ourselves. And when we are saying no and not overextending ourselves and we are having healthy boundaries with relationships or friendships or whatever the case may be, I think that's, I think that's a big part of it. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah, those healthy boundaries are good. You know, if you think about it, it's like, would you expect your, you know, would you expect your husband to know how to make you a cup of coffee if you didn't tell him right. how you took right. it? You know, mm -hmm. do you want cream in it? Do you want sugar in it? Mm -hmm. So how is he supposed to know what it is that's going to be relaxing for you or what if you need mm -hmm. time when you get home? Mm -hmm. If you don't need time, there was a time at one point where I told my husband, okay, here's the thing, because he's like a fire hose, you know, when I walk <laughs> in the door and I'm like, Oh my goodness. Yeah. But it was like, have a minute. I need, when I come home, don't talk to me for, you can say hi, but that's mm -hmm. it. Leave me alone for like 10 minutes. Mm -hmm. This way I can go decompress, get that hat off that I need to get rid of to be 
a person that can function in my personal life now. Right, yeah. right. No, I think that's mm-hmm. great. I think that's so important. And you're absolutely right. People don't know that unless we tell them. Yeah. And we always, there's still so much guilt we feel about yeah. telling people what we need, right? But if somebody mm-hmm. told you what they needed, you would be like, great, now I know. Now Thank I know, you. yeah. You know, and so I think we need to be a little less shy about yeah. that. So figure out what you're, what's in your buckets. Mm-hmm. Figure out what you want to put there. If there's nothing in them, that's a good place to start, right? Yeah. Take time for you, not just reacting when something goes wrong, but like in the front end, front load it, right? Um, mm-hmm. So that we are taking care of ourselves. something to draw on mm-hmm. going forward. And then boundaries and limits. Um, and I think that's a kind of a good self-care package. Thanks for joining us. Thanks for listening to The Brain Factor. Joy and I are so thrilled to be having these needed conversations. We'd love to hear your feedback on this episode. So if you could drop a comment or leave a review with your thoughts or any requests that you may have, it would be appreciated. Don't forget to like, subscribe, and share with your friends. Living a healthier and happier life starts with one step, and we're excited to be on this journey with you. Until next time.